0: The following is a presentation of Main Street Preps, your source for high school sports in Middle Tennessee. Harpeth takes out in-county rivals Sycamore. We'll have reaction to that game in the rest of the week four action. Volleyball and soccer in full swing, plus Dixon County. They got a decent chance this week at their first win of the season. They're going to be traveling to McGavick. We're going to go over that. We've got a full slate of five games in Dixon and Cheatham County for football. I'm Casey Patrick. This and more coming up next. This is the Post Exchange Sports Podcast, covering high school sports in Dixon and Cheatham Counties. Now, here's your host, Casey Patrick. Welcome to the Post Exchange Podcast. My name's Casey Patrick. We're going to go over a few scores of last week from a few of the football games that we had in the area. We're also going to preview some of the upcoming games. we got a little bit of volleyball and soccer action going on, so we're, we're going to cover a few of that stuff, including a big game last night between Creekwood and Dixon. Uh, Creekwood was able to hold off Dixon in five sets. We're going to go over a little bit of that. We also have some soccer coming up. I promise uh, in the next few weeks we will, have, we will have some more golf info coming in. Uh, it's been hard to keep up with everything going on. So, uh, but to begin with, uh, I want to talk about uh, the Harpeth Sycamore game we had last week. That was the game I was at. Sycamore hosted Harpeth. Uh, again, Harpeth last year they were able to win the the in county championship, as they call it. They took down both Cheatham and Sycamore last year. They did it again this year. They had already beaten Cheatham uh, two weeks ago, I believe, and then last Friday they held off Sycamore to win twenty to eight. Harpeth got out, excuse me, Harpeth got out early uh, uh, with a lead in the second quarter. They were able to finally get on the board, and got a touchdown, and, and in that second quarter they scored twenty points, which would be all they needed realistically. Uh, Sycamore did get a touchdown. With under a minute to go in the fourth quarter, but Harpeth's defense uh, really bowed up throughout the beginning of the game. And Sycamore, who's had a little bit of offensive struggles to begin the season, uh, of course they, they had some trouble getting on the board till late. Uh, the Indians now Harpeth Indians they're two and two, uh, which is which is good for them. They've they've got this they've got this game uh, or the, the county championship. They've got it. And uh, I mean, realistically, they're they're like a last touchdown away from being three and one after the heartbreaker at Whites Creek. So uh, Harpeth, they're going to be hosting East Robertson, which should be a pretty good uh, pretty good little matchup and a pretty good test for Harpeth to see how they kind of stack up with the teams in their area. Uh, East Robertson last week they actually traveled to Cheatham. Uh, Cheatham lost that game forty to eight. Uh, I, I will say though the Cubs they they had a they had a really nice a really nice uh, memorial service and and a moment of silence for uh, they they had a little memorial service for the uh, 13 members that died in Afga- in Af- Afghanistan over the past few weeks and then they had a moment of silence for 9 11 uh, so they had they did have some activities out there some pregame activities uh, but. Cheatham's still uh, struggling uh, on both sides of the ball. Uh, their quarterback went down, Patrick Kelly, went down earlier in the year. He's still not back yet. Freshman Ty Darius Bright, he scored the only touchdown of the night for the Cubs, but he is still a freshman, and he's in there starting right now for Cheatham. Uh, after losing to East Robertson last week, Cheatham will be hosting Fairview this week. Uh, Fairview, of course, one of the best programs in the area. Uh, Chris Hughes is a really good coach out there. Uh, they, they lost last week to Westview. I believe that game was like 39 to 14 maybe something like that, but Westview of course five star quarterback Ty Simpson headed to Alabama. That's a good team. Uh, no reason to really feel bad about falling to them, but uh, Fairview's going to look to get back on in the win column. Cheatham's going to try and hold them off. Uh, honestly, I'll, I'll take Fairview in that one. They're just a really strong program. Uh, but uh, cheat them nonetheless, and they'll be at home. Uh, never can't, never know what's going to happen. And plus, it's about time for that quarterback, Patrick Kelly, to come back. I don't know if he's going to be ready this week or, or maybe next week, but this is about the timeline uh, that I was given before the season started after he hurt his shoulder. Uh, other scores from the area Creekwood hosted Pearl Cone. That game was showcased on uh, Nashville radio and and they were on my TV 30. That was, that was supposed to be a really big game for both teams. And uh, Creekwood actually held off Pearl Cone uh, for, for a little bit there in the first half. Uh, I, of course, I wouldn't have to game, but I looked at the score. Right before halftime, I'd gotten out to my car. During the halftime of my game, and I was looking at their score, and it was seven to nothing. And then uh, Creekwood had to punt the ball with about a minute to go. And in the second quarter, Procone got it scored quickly. They were up 14, nothing, went at a half. Next time I saw the score, it was 28 nothing. So uh, Procone do- doing kind of what everybody expected them to, uh, scoring quickly, they just took them a while to start scoring. After they started, they didn't really stop. Creekwood again. This is this is a few weeks in a row now where uh, Creekwood's had a tough go at it, and and I know that I know they've played some really good teams. Uh, starting with that Fairview team in, in week two, Fairview beat them twenty eight seven, and then back to back shutouts against Marshall County and and Pro Cone for Creekwood's offense. And I I spoke with Coach Steele, and from what he says, it's kind of the same thing they've been dealing with. They're able to move the ball. They're able to do some of the things they want to do. Their defense, he was really proud of their defense and their game plan from last week. But when they get into certain situations down the field, the offense just cannot get the points on the board. Uh, that'll be something that they have to figure out going through. And, and uh, before the season started, I said, you know, there was a few things that I was worried about on their offensive side of the ball. You know, one was a young offensive line and, and an inexperienced quarterback. But I think they're getting more experience now. I know if you're a Creekwood fan, nobody wants to look at scores of forty-two nothing, thirty-five nothing, and I'm not going to. I, I can't sit here and give you hope and say they're going to win state. I, I think, you know, that's kind of irresponsible of me to give you that type of idea. But Creekwood's not a bad team. And then as soon as they start to get a little bit more experience on the offensive side of the ball, you're going to see some of these scores. That, that game against Marshall County, I was at that game. It was 42 to nothing at the end. Those two teams weren't that far apart. Marshall County was better, and it's—I I, don't—I don't really think it was close that night. Obviously, but Creekwood's not that bad. And they just need to get a little bit better on the offensive side of the ball, and they need to learn how to finish drives. Probably need to get a little healthy too, because Michael Harris getting hurt in that week one at week one game, it didn't help them. Uh, I, I, he's probably somewhere back close to a hundred percent, but still got—he still got a little bit to go. They've got some other guys that have been fighting injuries, so hopefully they can get uh, get back on track. Dixon hosted Clarksville, and uh, last Friday night, and this was a game that um, you know I, I thought Clarksville would kind of run away with it. I know they've got some pretty good talent, um, but Dixon was able to get out to a ten to nothing lead, and uh, you know that's pretty good for them, and. Uh, I text Coach Burns after the game. We we talked a little bit, and he told me he said it's you know his team just isn't good enough to make the mistakes that they made and and let other teams get away with that. And uh, Clarksville was able to come back, and make it ten to seven. Then they made it fourteen ten. I was able to watch a little bit of the game in the third quarter. I was sitting out in my car during the halftime of my game, and it was fourteen to ten at that point. Clarks- Clarksville taking the lead. And then I check back the score again later, and I believe it got the 28 to 10. And uh, it kind of the same deal with Creekwood. Um, not a bad first half, sticking right there with, you know, whoever they're playing. But a second half adjustments come out, and the other teams get going. And uh, so 35 to 17, uh, Dixon loses to Clarksville. You know, yeah. Dixon, hey, Dixon's got. And this was one thing that that I'd already talked about. Brought it up, Dixon. I think they've got a chance this week. They're going to be traveling to McGavick on Friday night, and uh, th- I think that's actually a chance for Dixon to fi- finally get into the win column. Uh, the only thing that scares me is Coach Burns told me that uh, Colby Lambert, his quarterback uh actually got an injury, and uh, he, he was hurt late in last week's game. Uh, lower leg injury, I'd seen it a little bit. I was watching the game on my phone. Uh, Dixon County, they do a great job of, of a little live feed that they put on YouTube, so I was catching on a little bit of the game. But I saw Lamberth go down. He was able to walk with help, uh, but he, he walked off the field with a little bit of help he may not be good to go this week. That That's one thing to look out for. Clint Schrader, who is one of the most athletic kids in that entire school, he may be out uh, with a with a hamstring issue. Tony Hampton, who is uh, the cornerback slash receiver and, and a pretty big part of their team, uh, he's also battling injuries. So, if, if Dixon County can stay healthy going into this McGavitt game this week, I think they've got a chance to come away with a win. Now – Excuse me. Other than that, we've got um, uh, Dixon County at McGavick, and then we've got Creekwood versus Tullahoma. This is a uh, this is another in a long line having to play Marshall County, Pearl Cone, and Tullahoma in back to back to back weeks is probably the roughest three game stretch I've ever seen uh, since I've started working at the paper, the the Dixon Post. It's probably the the roughest three game stretch I've seen. You got three top tier programs and, you know, no offense to Creekwood, but that's, that's part of the reason why they lost the past few weeks. Like they have, uh, they may not lose this week, but Tullahoma is one of the best teams in the state. One of the few teams that I think are, can really, really give Pearl Cone a run for their money. So, uh, Creekwood, they're, ho- they're like I said, they're hosting Tullahoma. So they're at home, uh, who knows? If they can go out there and execute the game plan like they did last week, which if you watch Creekwood football, you know what they want to do. They want to run the ball. They want to possess the ball. They they want to burn the clock. And then and Coach Dill believes that's one thing that helps his defense be so good because they're just not on the field very often when this offense is running the way he wants it to. So if if they can execute their game plan like they want to, Limit turnovers and finally start getting the ball into the end zone. You may see a surprise. You know, you may see a surprise here. I, I think I'm, I'm going to take Tullahoma to win. Uh, they're really, really good right now. And Creekwood's on a on a little in a, in a little slump. But if Creekwood can get off the slump and start playing football uh, like they have in years past, I think you really give yourself an opportunity to beat just about anybody, especially the way they play football uh, in Charlotte. So. Uh, Moving on from that, uh, Creek. Excuse me, Cheatham County is hosting Fairview. Um, We already went over that a little bit, Uh, and Harpeth is hosting East Robertson. Uh, That'll be. I know I talked about that already, but that will be a fun game to kind of check and see where Harpeth is at. And Harpeth, with you know, they got an opportunity to go to three and two on the season if they can beat East Robertson. Battle of the Indians, the East Robertson Indians, Harpeth Indians, of course. So uh, excited, but excited to see how how Harp is going to be able to build on on last week's win over Sycamore. They got a young sophomore quarterback, Hayden Penrod. He's he's starting to play really well. Uh, Coach Loop knows that. Uh, they like anybody else had to. They're having a battle of a few injury issues. So hopefully they can they can stay healthy, and uh, hopefully Penrod can continue to develop uh, as a quarterback, sophomore quarterback, and and he's. He's able. He, he's not just. He's not just handing the ball off to Lionel of Marquardt or, or any of the other running backs. He's he's actually running an offense. I believe he was uh, eight of twelve passing. I may be I may be wrong on that, but I, I had the stats in front of me the other day. But uh, Penrod is getting better. He had 117 yards passing. He had two passing touchdowns. He hit Cam Summers for a 20 yard touchdown and then hit Landon Perry, another sophomore, hit Landon Perry for a 10 yard touchdown later in the game. He doesn't turn the ball over a lot. Penrod doesn't. He doesn't turn the ball over. Uh, he's been able to make some plays. He, he can he can make a few plays with his feet. He's not Lamar Jackson, but you know there's anybody else. But the kid's pretty athletic with the ball in his hand, and, and he can he can make plays. But his decision making is really getting better with with each week. And Coach Loop, uh, the Harpeth coach, one thing that he brought up a few weeks ago was he felt like his offense had a different gear. They had another gear that they could kind of step up into. And I think you're going to start seeing them hit that gear. They scored over 20 points against Whites Creek. They scored 20 points in the first half against Sycamore. The second half was a little bit more conservative. They're trying to, you know, run the clock, stuff like that. But this offense is starting to look really good. If the defense can play like they've played over the past few weeks, Harpeth may actually start putting up a real good fight against a lot of really good teams. So excited to see what happens there. And then the last game coming up in the slate is Sycamore. At White House Heritage. Now, I'll be one hundred percent honest. I don't know a whole lot about White House Heritage, and I don't know how their season's going. But I know Sycamore is having a rough go at it. Uh, I, I was able to I was able to stop and, and talk with Coach John Harrison after the end of the Sycamore Harpeth game Friday, and uh, he was he was upset. He was upset. He he thought he thought his guys are yeah they're leaving a the lot out on the field. Um, his his words were that he's got a lot of people that are doing whatever they want to do. They, they want to play assi- – he wants them to play assignment football. He wants everybody to do your job. You know, the old Bill Belichick thing. And it obviously worked for him. So, that's what Harrison wants. He wants his team to do their job, but he's still got a few guys that are going off script. That's what he said. So, um, hopefully they can start to get it figured out and – You know, you you really get to where you're rooting for some kids because they had a lot of hype in that program uh, before the season started. And then, of course, they missed their first game with COVID. They haven't had the type of start to the season other than that. Uh, So uh, looking to see what the War Eagles do, see how they react. Um They've got talent. They really do. Uh, Pennington, Brandon Pennington played really well at quarterback, I thought. He made a few Aaron passes. He did make some mistakes, but um, they, they could throw the ball around a little bit. Rayvon Green at running back is, is one of the quicker running backs in the area. He's got good speed. He's got good feet. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. And their defense isn't that bad. Casey Liljohn, the, the defensive coordinator, he's been there for a long time, and you don't stay somewhere for a long time without knowing what you're doing. So, I um, really want to see how Creekwood, or excuse me, Sycamore responds to the loss last week against Harpeth. Uh, maybe Sycamore can finally get that first win for Coach John Harrison. Uh, in his first season as head coach, now enough about football. Uh, last last night was a big matchup here in Dixon County. Uh, Dixon County versus Creekwood volleyball, and it went to the fifth set. It went to the fifth set. Creekwood was able to win fifteen to nine, I believe. Uh, And you're talking about two programs here in Dixon County between Dixon and and Creekwood. Both of them, they take their volleyball very seriously. And and we've got two really good teams coached by Jeremy Baker uh, at Creekwood and uh, Jacqueline Clements at Dixon County. You got a lot of talent. You got a lot of kids playing at the next level from both of these schools. This is a big event here in this town. Like I said, you got got a lot of kids, You've got a lot of girls that are also uh, they're they're doing travel ball for volleyball. So uh, they take this very serious, and this is a big time matchup. These are two really good squads, uh, but Creekwood was able to pull away there at the end to get the win. And then let's see, uh, Creekwood's actually going to be at Cheatham County tonight for volleyball action, and then uh, let's see harpeth volleyball they had a good week last week at i, I believe they played at the mcewen waverly tournament maybe it was the bobcat classic we got a bunch of tournaments going on in, in volleyball try to keep up with all that but uh, harpeth will be at east hickman tonight i believe so uh, we'll have a little bit of update on that but harpeth i believe they were at the mcewen waverly uh t- tournament last week they uh They didn't win, but they – no, they were at the Bobcat Classic. I'll get it right one of these days. They were at the Bobcat Classic and uh, had had a really good showing, uh, wound up losing later in the tournament. But, like I said, they're at East Hickman tonight. Uh, And then we've also got a little bit of soccer. Uh, We've got Sycamore versus Creekwood. That's tonight. Maybe that – Uh, that may have been last night either way uh Creekwood and Sycamore have actually faced each other the uh the past two games in in soccer uh Saturday uh Creekwood hosted Sycamore and then Monday night Sycamore hosted Creekwood uh that again two programs that are that are really starting to evolve as far as soccer goes um Matt Simon, the new coach, I believe he's in his second year out at Sycamore. Uh, and then Kate Siddall at Creekwood. She's really starting to build a program there. And uh, Dixon County, tonight will be hosting Henry County. Uh, that used to be two really fearsome names whenever you're talking about a football rivalry, but the soccer's no different. Uh, Henry County, uh, I, I'm not sure what they're doing out there, but it don't matter what they play, they're good at it. Uh, they could have a badminton team and be good at it. So uh, they're going to show up uh, th- tonight against Dixon County. Uh, that's a big soccer matchup. Those two teams have played each other a few times uh, uh a few times over the past few years, you got two schools that know each other fairly well. Uh, Lady Cougars off to a fairly decent start. They, uh, Emily James and Gracie Buchanan, they, they've got some kids that, that are really, really strong players. They've got some younger girls that are making their way up. So the Lady Cougars looking strong so far. Uh, and like I said, they're hosting Henry County tonight. That's everything I've got going on and everything coming up. Thank you for listening to this week's week's edition of the Post Exchange Podcast. You've been listening to the Post Exchange Podcast, your source for high school sports in Dixon and Cheatham Counties, with your host, Casey Patrick. For more on high school sports in Middle Tennessee, visit MainStreetPreps.com.